Hey there guys, it's MJ Gordon. Today I am excited to talk to you about adrenal fatigue, but wait, let's be fair about this for a sec. Hey guys, welcome back, it's MJ Gordon. So today I wanna to talk to you guys about adrenal fatigue, chronic fatigue, and healing it so that our expectations are clear. You guys have been saying different things in the comments and I'm starting to get sort of a picture about like community mindset here. And I wanna make a couple things clear because in this particular scenario, I share my experience as one person with one experience and I'm passionate and excited about it because I believe that every single one of you has an opportunity to heal and if not heal, at least feel a lot better. And if you're already feeling all right, if I can help you level up your energy and feel more ease and more joy being in your body, then my mission is complete. So in my journey, there have been a lot of advantages and different sets of disadvantages. And so the way that any person's gonna feel or express themselves in their fatigue or in their process of healing, how long it's gonna take, what that means for each person, it's, it's gonna change. My way isn't the right way. It's not the only way, and it certainly isn't the way necessarily for every single one of you. But I hope that you can take some insight and learn some things, try some things that might help you out and accomplish the idea of at least feeling more energized and good in your body every single day. So I just wanted to outline some of the advantages and disadvantages that I see reflecting on my journey, and hopefully that'll give you an idea you know, as far as how that compares to what you're going through or maybe some things that you might have to keep in mind or take into consideration and where we differ. Um, let's start with the advantages first because <laughs> it's more fun talking about the fun things and thinking about abundance. Um, and my advantages first and foremost was that before I crashed my adrenals in that particular event, um, many of you guys know that I took a lot of steroids and I was trying to rush the process of like weight loss and all these issues that I had after stopping com competition athletics in the first place. I um, crashed my adrenals and the fact that I was an athlete and not just any athlete, but a competitive athlete, I was working out three hours a day, sometimes six days, five to six days a week, every single day. And this was what I was used to doing for years, I think really helped me f feel like I could still function like more normal. I mean, <laughs> that came out really funny, but I just felt like even though I felt so fatigued and exhausted, it was almost like I just walked around like I was like getting sick or just getting over being sick and that's kind of how my function level was. So it wasn't like I was bedridden and I know that both my doctor and my hormone therapist said that they were surprised that I was still able to do yoga and I was still able to do some fitness work for my job. But what I had to do was I had every Monday I would do my fitness work and my adrenals would crash and I would spend the rest of the week just trying to catch up, like being lazy, being on the couch, like not going out doing anything. If I felt good enough, I might try to push myself to go for a hike or to go to the beach with the family when I was in Hawaii. And those were the times that I just really kind of was just trying to force myself into the lifestyle that I wanted to live and that I believed I live. And even though I felt like 
I had this deficit. I, I had no idea that I had adrenal fatigue. So in a way, my advantage was just my ignorance. Ignorance is bliss, right? Like I didn't see that I really had a problem with my energy levels. So I never treated myself like I did. And I just pushed it until I couldn't push it anymore. And then when I felt like staying at home, my next advantage was that I set my schedule being a entrepreneur and being a business owner so I could. I wasn't forced to get up at 7 a.m. the next day to get into my car and head to work. So I could schedule myself around the times that I felt good enough to do the things that I wanted to do. And it was really in that that allowed me to continue to have some level of activity and some level of yoga and fitness in my life, which are two things that I'm so passionate about. I mean, I've been an athlete my whole life. And so to not be able to function at that high level of athleticism that I was used to, to not be able to do sprints for hours, to not be able to hike all day and especially vigorous hiking, to not be able to carry heavy loads while I, you know, move about and do these things. That was really weird and it was really painful. It was, it didn't feel good in my body. So even though externally I look like a lazy person or just a passive, you know, kind of somewhat outdoorsy person, it took a lot out of me to do the things that I did. And I would have days where I would have to recover. And so it was an advantage that I was an athlete. It was an advantage that I set my own schedule and could set it around recovery days. And it was a huge advantage that I had a supportive spouse and husband who helped me with the back end of things when I was tired, who let me sleep in and took care of breakfast when I needed it, who helped step in when the kids were stressing me out and I just didn't feel like I have the energy or the limit to deal with the situation at that time. That was another huge advantage for me. I don't know how I would have been able to do it as a single mom. I might have had to stick my kids in school and not do the homeschooling thing, you know? And lastly, the next advantage was just that I was health conscious to begin with. When my adrenals crashed, when I was dealing with these issues, I went straight into asking a lot of questions. So for 10 years, I accumulated so much knowledge on diet, on health, on the way that the body works and functions, on veganism, and just trying to do all the right things so that my body could be the most efficient. And I think that in not compromising. I was so anti-caffeine, anti-drugs, and I'm not saying that those are bad, they have a time and place, but because I didn't rely on it, because I was always trying to get off my sugar addiction instead of just saying, well, it feels good, I need this. I suffered a lot more, I think, in the way that I felt because I didn't have these things that I can lean on and numb myself with or just like, feel really good right away when I needed to pick me up. But because I did that, I feel like I built more resilience, I became stronger, and it made it super easy to accomplish the very things that I needed to heal. I didn't have an issue taking the sugar out of my diet when that, including fruits, when that was what I needed to do because I was no longer addicted to sugar. Asked me to do that 10 years ago, which I had tried, failed three candida cleanses, um, it would have been impossible. And it was, I mean, that's why I failed those cleanses. It was so, so difficult. So I think just that health conscious awareness was what allowed me to just have a small gap that I needed to fill in order to really heal. And I don't say this because I think that that's so great or like, you know, that makes my journey any better or special. I, I feel so thankful that that's the way things were set up for me. And really hindsight, when I look at it, 
I could have healed this 10 years ago had I had the right knowledge and wisdom. My adrenal fatigue was not so bad 10 years ago. It got worse when I went into veganism tried to maintain veganism in my first pregnancy, then went on to breastfeed my two girls and then went back to veganism while still breastfeeding. And then I couldn't figure out what was going on. But now hindsight, it just makes so much sense why I was on bed rest in my first pregnancy, trying to be vegan, why it felt so good to live off of homemade bone broth soup every single day, why I needed to have meat in order to breastfeed and maintain energy levels and maintain the right amount of nutrition to keep myself and my babies healthy. All of it makes sense hindsight. So all of these advantages that I think are really what allowed me to have the capacity to continue to do things like breastfeed and to homeschool and to run a business and to move travel. And I feel so fortunate in that, but I do understand and have compassion for the fact that many people don't necessarily have these options. A lot of you guys are working. Some of you are single. A lot of you guys are building business. It's it's at this fragile state and a lot of people count and depend on you. So taking those things into consideration, there's definitely a give and take. And I will say just up front, when it came to healing my adrenal chronic fatigue, I took two years basically off. And for two years, I hired somebody to really help run my business for me. And I was just sitting back working part-time because I could not push myself at the same time that I was trying to create space to really heal. Now, I don't want you to think that that is going to mean that you can't heal if you're working full-time or you're single or whatever. I think there's a couple disadvantages that I've had too, and they were put on myself, and I, they're not really disadvantages, but they're things that definitely held me back. If, if I was on my own, and I was living the way that I was living before I had kids, before I'm running a business and all this other stuff, it would have been a totally different story, and I think that's a large part of why my fatigue got worse, because I had this vision for my life to be a certain way, I was striving for that, and the more that I took on, the harder life got, the more exhausting it was, and the less fulfilling it was, and I was thinking, what's going on? Like, so many other people seem to be living like, joyfully and doing this and going here and, and traveling there and, and socializing here. And for some reason, all of this is so exhausting for me and I couldn't figure out why. So I'm calling these disadvantages, but they're not really disadvantages. I would just say that they're a trade in my time and energy. And had I not felt like I had to keep these things in my life, um, my solution probably would have come a lot sooner and it probably would have been a lot quicker. So the first thing is running a business, being a business and an entrepreneur and a business owner. I could have easily stuck my kids in school and let my husband take care of the work thing and he would have happily done so and it was what he was doing prior to us starting our online business when I was pregnant with my first anyway. So we could have just stayed on course with that but we really wanted to create an environment where we could work together and we could be at home with kids and be flexible with our schedule and where we live. That was a non-negotiable thing that we wanted to do. So it takes a lot of energy. It takes a lot of time. There's a lot of stress involved with building a business. As much as you love it, there are backend stuff that is not so fun and needs to be taken care of and requires so much energy. Even today, it requires a ton of energy. As long as we continue to grow it and we continue to be passionate about it, it just will always continue requiring that much energy. Number two, we chose to homeschool. 
I do have a supportive husband, which is really awesome, but it's hard to get space that's quiet when you're at home working and the kids are at home and then you're responsible for homeschooling and keeping the house clean all at the same time and they're like little tornadoes all day. There literally isn't a time where this house is like perfectly clean. Some people would disagree with that, but <laughs> it's like a tornado ran through here all the time. I'm like looking. I wish you could see what's behind the camera right now. But um, you know, it's just a 24 seven job. It's a 24 seven job and it requires both of you. And it was difficult to get space, just the two of us. And a lot of it was my husband creating space for me so that I can have that quietude. After the work day, he would give me half an hour of just complete silence, whether it was taking the kids out to the park or just playing quietly with Legos or watching a movie in the room, just so I could have that time to, and I didn't know at that time that that was my body trying to tap into that healing state. I just, it just felt better and I was less cranky and I was more involved and I was engaged and wanted to be with the family if I got that little bit of time in between work and then coming back and being a mom. So that homeschooling idea, disadvantage, whatever, it's, it's not a disadvantage, it was a choice, but it was a choice that did require a lot of time and energy and that took from the time and energy that I could have used in, on focusing on healing. Number three, we moved traveled a lot. We, we haven't had our own space and now it's so interesting because I have all this energy <laughs> and I don't wanna move or travel anywhere. It was so stressful. I remember this, the move days were always so stressful for me, the day that we moved, because I knew that I was going to be physically exhausted. And I know my husband would be like, sit, it's fine, do what you can. And I would just like very slowly and try to pace myself, like moving stuff in and out, but it's like a whole day or two of packing and moving stuff, even when you're a minimalist. And that it was just always so taxing physically for me. And every time we moved, I would always need like at least two weeks to just like recoup and recover and feel better again. Again, another situation that I had no idea was causing me so much stress. Like I just thought, everybody says moving is stressful. This must be what stress feels like. But I didn't realize how bad I felt. And I think it's easy to not realize how bad you feel until it gets really bad. And even when it got really bad, I was like questioning is there really something wrong or is it just my mind? Like, am I just looking at it? Like I was really questioning whether or not I was just being like a pessimistic person. And I'm so glad that that wasn't the case because now it's like a totally different experience. It's a totally different story, both in my mind and body and externally and the way that, you know, the amount of clarity and energy that there is. So lastly, I call it a disadvantage. Again, it's something like, that you can call a disadvantage or advantage. Like I pointed out, my health conscious nature, I think was a huge advantage. I tried to maintain being a vegan. I tried to have such tight stipulations on what I expected out of myself. And maybe it's not just veganism, but let's call this disadvantage uh, high expectations on myself. When you are an overachiever and A-type personality, which I know a lot of you guys are, it's hard <laughs> to feel like there's any productivity in just sitting down and being quiet and allowing yourself to rest. It feels like it doesn't make a difference or it's harmless to just think about things or maybe I'm gonna rest but I'm gonna be in bed and journal or I'm gonna be in bed and listen to Tony Robbins or something like that, Gary Vee. And you don't realize that you actually need to turn off 
sit down, turn off, be quiet, and just let yourself be in that space. Let yourself be a little more passive, a little bit more in the flow. Allow yourself to bask in a little bit of more color in life. Like what I mean by this is like embrace that femininity. If you're masculine or you're male, it doesn't matter. We all need a nurturing aspect inside of ourselves. And this was something that I always like pushed off or felt like wasn't important. I was always just like, get it done be practical, like move forward, whatever. And I didn't realize that in not allowing that nurturing, understanding, uh, validating, caring space, appreciative space, like I was actually stifling my growth. So being an A-type personality, being an overachiever, I would say had its disadvantages in that respect. And a lot of you guys that I talk to are like this. You are doing a lot, you want a lot, and I think it's so fair what you want for yourself. And I think it's so doable, the type of life and the type of person that you expect yourself to be. But if you're feeling exhausted and you're at a deficit, practicality-wise, you just gotta get it done. You gotta get yourself in a healing state, balance your body again, and I promise you, when you do it, the doors will open again. And even though I feel like so amazing right now, I think I told you guys this on my adrenal fatigue update video, I feel like every month that goes by, it just keeps getting better, and I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, every month, I realize how horrible that felt just because I'm able to say, wow, this feels so awesome, and I remember the way that it felt. And now that I'm healed, like my body's thermostat or where its parameters are, its borders, its boundaries are different. Like I will like start to feel sleepy and I'm like, okay, I need to like lay down and nap. But the cool thing is if I don't get a chance to lay down and nap, but this happened the other day, I was like, oh, I'm feeling so tired. And we're like driving. I'm like, can you drive? And my husband's like, sure. And I'm like, I think I'm gonna close my eyes. And something happened. Like I think somebody swerved out and I was like, ah, you know, like <laughs> my ad adrenaline got pumping. I'm like, oh my God, now I can't relax. But I wasn't able to take a time to nap or whatever and I just pushed through the whole day and got to bed early, did my nighttime routine and stuff and it didn't make my adrenals crash. It didn't make me feel horrible, but my body is now talking to me. It's now saying, you need more sleep, you need more energy, you need more food, these are my boundaries and hello, somebody there, do something about it. And that is really cool. I think that when you are at a deficit, your body has been so programmed to just sit down, shut up, and not say anything because you're not gonna do anything about it anyway. So it's just trying to conserve all its resources and like dish out the bare minimum of what you need to get through, but it just feels horrible. So keep these things in mind and all of these things that I say are just pertaining to my own perspective, my own circumstances. It would have looked totally different if I had to work a nine to five job or if I had more kids or I was a single parent or my husband worked and I was a stay at home mom. I tried that for six months actually in Hawaii. It was, it was the worst time of my life. It was so, so exhausting and I didn't realize how chronically fatigued I was. I could barely get off the floor and my kids were just like, I just put them in front of a movie a lot of the time, like in front of Elmo or like, you know, the whole place was a mess. There was coloring and stickers everywhere because I was just coping. And I didn't realize that something simple like having my meals planned or having the kitchen right next to where our room was so that I could actually make food while the kids play and I could still keep an eye on them made the biggest difference in the world. So keep these things in mind as you're going through your journey or as you compare yourself to my journey, it's gonna look different. But 
regardless of what it looks like or what your avenue is to finding healing and energy and, and ease in your body, if you are not making cortisol or your hormones are at a critically fatigued state, it feels horrible for anyone, period. And it sucks and I feel you and I hope that this information and my journey and my story and all the things that you ask in our conversations together can only help you continue to feel better and better, can only help you continue to level up your energy and rise up to like maximum amount of abundance and joy that you've ever, ever imagined possible. So thank you so much for joining me here and joining this conversation. I know it's like kind of unscripted and I hope that it gives you some insight or something that adds more value to you and your journey. I also hope that whoever's wind blowing outside is not bothering you so much. It's kind of like buzzing there, but it's been there this whole time. So thanks for putting up with it. And thank you for listening to this conversation. Stick your input and comments below. And as always, any way that I can serve you, or if you want to talk for 20 minutes and see what the next best steps are to help you level up your energy, check out the application to my free coaching session below. I'll see you guys next time. Enjoy your day. I'm so sorry he was out on the patio. You were out there waiting. I'm sorry. Come here. He's like, I don't feel like sitting. I feel like playing. Come here. Cashew. Good boy. Good boy. Say hi. Say hi. Say hi. Oh, you smell like wind. You smell good.